Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Simon Cardi, and I'm going to catch Dale Driver mid-sip. That's all right. I've, I've, no, he got I, the gulp down. I just told you before we started that rhythm is in my blood, mate. The we rhythm of the sips. What, what rhythm in your sips. I will always hit the times where I need to hit my cues. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to try and catch you off one day. Uh, <laughs> Jesse, have you got rhythm in your blood? Maybe. Some of no, that Spanish rhythm. Don't. Maybe. <laughs> Are you good at rhythm games? Good I am actually. Hero. Yeah. yeah, good to know. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> I saw um, I saw Blink One Eight Two last night. That's why my voice Ooh. may seem a little bit uh, dry. How were but, they? Yeah, they were excellent. That's the best I've seen them actually. Yeah, they've uh, got a new lease of life. I think so. That was fun. What was the uh, What was the big encore songs? So they don't. So they always end with "Damn It." Which is, you know, okay. a, a banger. They have the end trio of, uh, what was it? It is, duh, duh, duh. Oh, I can't remember what the third to last one was now, but it's all the small things into Damn It. Right, uh, I thought all the small things would be, yeah. In the no, encore. the encore was, they don't normally, I've seen before, they haven't really done many encores, but they did come back and do their new, one of their new their new single, which is like oh, a slower acoustic one, which don't is do like that. Kind of, I hate that in <laughs> a, a little bit of a, a little bit of a I know what you mean. I like shows ending with a bang rather yeah. than an acoustic one. But it's always like it, you it, might not know this one. I was like, well, well then don't fucking play it then. But everyone would wow. know. Like if you're, a, you, you know, <laughs> it's a sentimental new one about how yeah. they're all back together and living again. But you know, uh, yeah, it was really good. Uh, but yeah, my voice. Oh, my voice sounds okay, doesn't it? I thought yeah. I was doing the whole like, oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you have to, you have to, don't you? Uh, what did you do last night? <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, it doesn't feel like we're on the podcast, does it? It just feels like we're just chatting. Yeah, we're chat. oh, uh, I Jesus. I held my baby while sleeping and played Mortal Kombat for a bit. That was oh, my. That I was my. Also, watch the final episode of the Beckham documentary as well. Oh, actually. it's good, isn't it? It's yeah. quite good. It's good. Yeah, there's not much to that say about it. That last part, but... I wasn't as keen on for bits. I was just like, oh yeah, this is where the whole uh, you're trying to sell your whole into Miami thing a little bit comes into it. But, I did. The only yeah. thing I, I did think was one, it was very distracting that Fisher Stevenson's was like the director. Yeah, yeah. Because I kept hearing his voice, and I was like, I kept saying to my father, he's in Lost, he's in Succession, and stuff. I was like, <laughs> I did why? Think he, put, he was putting himself in it a bit too. Yeah, I don't yeah. like when documentary makers do, unless you're on camera like doing the interviews. I get that, yeah. but when you're just constantly chipping in, it's like you don't need yourself in this. Much. Uh, sometimes that makes sense but yeah it definitely felt like even when he was like talking to like Simeone and like Figo and stuff mm-hmm. he's just like chipping in with lines all the time and I was like oh come on just okay. like stay out of it and then um, I thought because obviously it's Beckham's like company that's like heavily produced it yeah, I yeah. guess or something involved with it they very much skipped over the Rebecca Luce sort of... Oh, they kind of went... They had a bit about the affair. They did have the... They didn't completely shy away from it, which was good, but yeah, they didn't properly delve... Well, like my wife said, it's like, he's not He's not actually denying this. And I was like, no. yeah, because they denied it when it happened, obviously, but yeah, they don't even anymore. they don't even mention it. Anyway, like, um, overall, for, yeah, it was, it was quite... It was a nice retrospective of, especially the, like the 90s and the early 2000s which i'd forgotten a lot about i remembered yeah. like the effigy stuff uh, after the world cup but i didn't remember yeah. how bad it was no they do pl- i mean you know glenn hoddle didn't approach that right but i feel they were a little bit they didn't let like let him speak or like he did actually come out like a little bit after and say yeah this was a mistake or they yeah. fully like make glenn hoddle who is a tottenham hero uh, despite being a weird What did guy he times, uh, say about um, the disabled people again? Simon? Yeah, yeah, I said despite <laughs> at times not being a... <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, they did kind of put, like paint him as the devil manager from hell. Like, I don't know. But anyway. Yeah. That's good. Football, if you're into it? if you're into football and uh, general like UK pop culture from the 90s, it's worth a, it's worth a watch. Exactly. If you're into, I mean, who doesn't, you know, know David Beckham? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh Good, good player, <laughs> some would say. Met him at Hernando's uh, once. 
You met him at Nando's? Yeah, not on Hill. What? He was, oh, you, you never <laughs> mentioned you met David Beckham. <laughs> I feel like I must have mentioned it in a previous Ex- podcast. Tell us the maybe. details. Explain the situation. Well, it was just me and mum wanted to get some Nando's <laughs> passing Notting Hill, and he was there with one of his kids, I think. And okay. no one was really bothering him, but my mum really wanted to get a picture of David Beckham. <laughs> So she went over and bothered him and got a picture. Yeah, she did. I'm sure oh, he'd, he seems it. like he'd be nice enough. He, he seemed yeah. very polite. But that how was hot did he have his Nando's? Yeah, uh, what, what did he have? Do you have the wings? I can't the really. Thighs my, are the best option. My, my ten-year-old mind can't really think that far back to those specific <laughs> details. He I'm feels sorry. like he feels like he's a hot guy to me. <laughs> In oh, terms I mean, of, yeah, I mean, he is. He's smoking, but like in, in terms of level of spice in Nando's, really? like he, he yeah, he's trying to be a hot it. man. Nah. I don't know. Like, if you watch the documentary, there's a whole bit at the end of the last episode where he's talking <laughs> about, about Nando's. No, he's talking about cooking, and he loves cooking, and all this. He strikes me as a guy who's you know, he's got the taste for like, the, the when heat. you were like ten as well. That would have been like during his LA gap. He would have still been like what early thirty. He would have still been in good play in condition you know it wasn't mm. like what is he a complete wreck now or something that makes him sound no like but you know he's, full, he's like 48 <laughs> like he's not playing professional football oh. anymore is he <laughs> fair enough um but yeah um you've met david, I'd love to david. <laughs> i know right it's, it's not like i spoke to him just just... i can't imagine him being in an andos yeah, yeah I, mean, I know it's just it's a normal andos in london are you sure well? it was david beckham <laughs> not just some guy <laughs> with a bald like absolutely head. certain it was david beckham <laughs> he was a guy who had a mohawk and an england shirt on and it's like it's david beckham <laughs> Hello, David. Um, oh, jeez. Ah, that's amazing. There we go. Um, where are we going from here? I don't know. Should we talk about video games? <laughs> yeah, we could do, I suppose. Um, Mario Wonder. Super Mario Brothers Wonder TV is full yes. time. Uh, yeah. Out very soon, but uh, you've had a little uh, sneak peek play of it, uh, Dave. You've written a preview on IGN.com. What do you think of it? I did. And I've, do you know what? <laughs> It's bloody lovely, it is. Oh, lovely little guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, he, he, yeah. Do you know what though? Like you say that, but he is extra, extra adorable in this one. <laughs> like the, the, one of the first things I know. So if you don't know, in Mario Wonder's like you know, um, in the vein of the traditional two D Mario side scrolling games, but you know the the charm and and uh, I'm gonna have to say it, the wonder is uh, definitely Ooh. like turned up in wow. this one. Um, one of the first things that strike me is just like how beautiful it looks all the way through and there's so mm. much like detail in the animation at all times uh, i say it in my preview but there's little things like when mario goes into a warp pipe you see him like sometimes if he's in the elephant form especially like he's trying to squeeze in the pipe and you see his little legs kick in and his hat falls behind he reaches out grabs his hat pulls it back in there's all these like tiny little like emotive details and all these characters there's um these flowers that just live in these levels that always talk to you when you walk past and they've got mm-hmm. they've got a variety of dialogue and different things I'll say depending on the actions like for example there's in the very first level uh, there's a sleeping goomba who has like snot bubbles coming out of his nose and uh, <laughs> Lovely. uh the the little flower will like, say something along the lines of look how peaceful it is but if you boot it if you boot the gumbat as oh, the elephant for, he just goes, oh, okay then. And, just sort of like, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one bit when he uh, he questions what a gumba tastes like as well after you eat Ooh, it, a gumba. A <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, but the point I'm trying to make is that it's just, they've really ramped up the charm and the whimsy, I mm. feel like. And they're really, like, it's so colourful, so vibrant. And just just a really really like, fun place. What to is be. the like? And I know like Mario games aren't necessarily there for their story, but what is like the setup for this one? Like, are you transported to this kingdom? Is it the typical stuff of Peach is missing? So I didn't here? I didn't have opening cutscenes, but from what I remember in the trailers, it's something to do with Bowser shows up and he steals something, and <laughs> <laughs> and then there's what there's a, a guy there's a guy called Prince Prince Florian who's like a little um, like caterpillar man, I guess. And uh, he's he's tasked you to re- go and get the wonder seeds and the wonder flowers, okay. uh, and that's the main new gameplay mechanic. Well, one of the new ones from uh, previous games. Are there is, any wonder walls? Uh, new, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, Sorry, missed, missed uh, chance, <laughs> But when you collect, uh, so each level has a, a, well, from what I've seen so far, levels have two uh, wonder seeds to collect, which uh, operate like uh, moons or stars in the 3D games. Uh, however, when you collect the wonder flower at the start to um, initiate the press again the seed it will always alter something about the level it, sometimes it can alter like 
how the level is constructed. Sometimes herds of like balls can rush through and completely destroy the level. Sometimes you're inflated into a big balloon that can fly up in the air. Sometimes there's a rain of stars. There's all sorts of crazy things. Can you score a last minute 30 yard free kick against Greece at Old Trafford in 2001? <laughs> what? Though? Yeah. Really good. I'm really happy that you were you were listening to me there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, back to Wonder Seeds. Uh, so yeah, there, there's also like hidden elements as well. Um, the thing I really noticed about this game, for me anyway, it's it definitely feels like it's it's taken a lot more inspiration from its 3D relatives than mm. perhaps the, like the traditional 2D games, which are very much obviously you know move from left to right hit blocks along the way and reach the end. Whereas this one feels like there's a lot more incentive on returning to levels, trying new tricks, trying new tips. This multiplayer as well. So um, a little example is um, a second player can play as Yoshi and someone can play as Mario, Luigi, whoever. You can jump on your player, your friend's back and then you can do a double jump off the back of Yoshi. And so there's, there's there's lots of avenues and lots of different techniques to try and reach new areas and secret mm-hmm. areas. So there's a lot of incentive to revisit levels to collect mm. the objects, which is the seeds in this case. Normally it's the moons or the But stars. it's not like Metroidvania, right? You don't have to go back to unlock so, Like you can just... So I don't, I don't know. I've not played enough of it to know. Like, uh-huh. But I, I, just, I think from what I remember, I think it's... Um, you need certain amount of seeds to unlock new levels. So uh, it might be a case of, oh, I want to unlock this new level. I haven't got enough seeds. Maybe I need to revisit a few levels to collect a few more. Uh, it's a bit like Odyssey then. I mean, you need to collect yeah. a certain amount of moons to move on, right? Yeah, absolutely. And like, um, I'm, I'm sure we'll get onto it, but I just feel Odyssey came out in 2017 and I feel like really, Damn. really starved of like 3D Mario right now. Mm-hmm. And this feels like perhaps not all it's not all the, all the way there but it feels like you know something that will satiate me in the short nice term little starter I yeah know. <laughs> um I was, I was gonna say palate cleanser but it didn't really work so yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but it definitely feels like the you know it's bridging the gap to the next 3d mario game so i'm mm-hmm. i'm really excited to play more when it comes out next week Nice. What is your favourite? Like, what is your go-to starter at a restaurant if you see it on the menu? Calamari. Like, I'm not, I'm not all, exactly calamari is mine. Like, <laughs> I'm not always a starter person really at all. But if I see calamari there, I'm like, oh, I've yeah. got to get the calamari. I think calamari like, is like yes, go-to every time. That just insane yeah. levels of salt in the <laughs> thing. You yeah. are go-to. What's your Nando star? What Nando star was David Beckham having? Who gets a starter at Nando's? I don't know. David Beckham probably yeah. can afford it. <laughs> yeah, he can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh, I've ever got a starter at Nando's. No, I don't think I ever have. Yeah. Do they do? They no, they do. They do must. They, they do I like little know. bowls of nuts Cor- and corn on, on the olives. cob. There you go. Corn on the cob is comes oh. is a side that comes with the meal. Could you have it as a starter? I, I don't. I don't fuck around with Nando's, so I'm I not. Don't I'm, fuck around with. I'm Nando. not the law expert when it comes to that. They but do like um, little dishes of olives. I think that constitute a starter. But yeah, maybe uh, probably like little like dips, maybe some like bread yeah. dips. Uh, halloumi is that a starter? Is halloumi, you get, you get bolted on the side, don't you? You always get yeah. a little slice of halloumi on the side. That makes it sound so like grim, what's Mario bolted. Wonder? Is that like so? Are you saying are we saying the Mario Wonder is kind of like the calamari? It's of the calamari the stars? of like Mario games. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think like um. That might be what we're saying here. Right, I'm just going to go back, edit my preview, and make sure that strap line is right. <laughs> yeah, <in there. laughs> the calamari of Mario. Games. Um, like we talked about 3D Mario, there. Like, there's got to be one coming soon. Like the Switch Two or whatever the next Nintendo console yeah. is. It's got like there's rumors. Yeah, like, it's got to be. It's got to be in the next year, right? It's got to well, be coming. It's next mad year. to me that Breath of the Wild came out the same year as Odyssey. Yet we've mm. had DLC and a sequel for that game. But Mario, 3D Mario is like nothing. We got that one Luigi Bloon DLC thingy, whatever that <laughs> was. That, yeah. And then that's it. Literally Radio Science. And it's been six years, man. Six yeah. years. I mean, there was what? There was the Bowser's Fury like add on, but. Yeah, that a, wasn't quite. But yeah, it's not a full though, was Mario it? game. Right? That was yeah. good, actually, thinking about it. But like, yeah, yes, that's fair. Um, but it definitely feels like Nintendo are cooking. <laughs> it feels like they have one ready to go. Do we, do we think but, it'll be like. Odyssey 2 seems like. If they wanted to take the easy path, and they they traditionally have done sequels like Galaxy Two to some of the games. Yeah. Like they could do honestly, like that formula would work again just with new worlds. I think, but, and this is with no insight. I think it largely depends on what the next console is. Yeah. If it is what is potentially rumored of just like a technical upgrade and still the same fundamentals as Switch, Odyssey Two makes all the sense in the world. I feel yes, like. please. 
But if it's a new type of console, like when they went to the Wii, not the Wii, but mm-hmm. you know, like it's completely change how the console operates, then the Mario game might be the one to showcase that style. What about like a globe trotting adventure where like Mario's got like a little mohawk and he can like kick golden <laughs> balls at like uh, uh, Gumbas? And he goes to Nando's and has calamari. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we want Jesus is Christ. Super Mario Beckham <laughs> is what we want. I don't know what I'd want from a new Mario game. I mean, what I guess the exciting thing about Mario is Nintendo kind of always surprises you. Yeah, you never mm. know what you want until you play it, right? Yeah. Um, but what I know for a fact I wouldn't want an open world Mario. I think um, Nintendo are at their best when they're very overly designed, not overly designed, perfectly designed Mario, levels. Anyway. I mean, like Zelda's proven the open world can work. But yes, yeah. but Zelda never felt like it, it was a level structure to begin yeah, with, exactly. whereas Mario yeah. very much feels like, okay, one kingdom one isolated area but this thing is just designed like to the nth degree and you know there's secrets to be found and you can constantly revisit it um honestly at this point i feel like i'd be happy with just a couple a kingdom or two for uh, mario odyssey just literally just Mm. release a couple more kingdoms just something yeah just anything yeah i i feel like this game doesn't get enough respect mario 64 on the ds because that game's entirely different. On the DS. Yeah, because yeah. it's entirely different to Mario 64 where you start as Yoshi and like you mm. have to then find Mario, Luigi and Wario and they all have like different powers and abilities and they play differently. So mm. you might want to revisit a level as Wario so you can like smash for a wall that Mario or Luigi couldn't. Like I want more elements like that. I guess it's almost like, I don't know, Metroidvania-esque. Not like hardcore style, but different reasons to revisit levels as different Mario characters. Yeah. I feel like, at least with Wanda, it seems like, you know, you have the usual cast of characters you can play as, but they don't seem to be no, different so, in any way. So Yoshi and uh, Nibbit, I believe his name is, uh, <laughs> play differently. As it, The only way they play differently is that they're like a baby mode. So you can't die by getting hit. You can die by falling, but you can't yeah. die by getting hit. Uh, whereas everyone else plays exactly the same. And I did write a line in my preview how I think that is a missed opportunity for more variety in the levels mm. for, Oh, I need to revisit this level as peach because she's got a, a bigger jump and I can get up to this area and see what's Yeah. But I also understand, you know, these games are largely targeted to children and it's about multiplayer fun. And it kind of maybe would break it a little bit if everyone played it differently. Yeah, um, I guess so. Perhaps. Yeah. But yeah. Just make Mario for grownups. That's what we need. Gritty <laughs> Mario. Is that <laughs> what you say? GTA. Mushroom King. Mario 2077. Uh, is that what you <laughs> I'd love, do you know what I'd love? Mario at the movies, where like each level, like an odyssey where each level's like going through a different decade of cinema. That would be amazing. Like you have like the golden age of Hollywood, then like westerns, then like that does sound, Hitchcock one. It sounds cool. It sounds like, like a licensing nightmare, but parody is legal, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. 70s, yeah. you could do. Oh, I've big, I, haven't, I haven't formally announced this yet. Big news. I did my annual SciMDB uh, update. The big update. Uh, Alert uh, the media. If people, if people don't exactly, if people don't know, that's my top two hundred and fifty film list that I update every year. Um, new number one, which would be perfect for a Mario level. From is the it 70s. the Super Mario Bros. movie? <laughs> no, that's no, what no, I thought you were leading up to. <laughs> it, here is the, this is the big reveal. New number one because I recently watched it and I thought, do you know what? This maybe is the best Apocalypse Now. Oh. Um, Mario, well, Mario's already done like a Vietnam game. He right? did, yeah, yeah. Right. So if we three D version of that, I really Mario, thought you were lying. Imagine when... Apocalypse Now, the journey. I did like go on of Apocalypse Now through <laughs> just the horror, the horror of it all. In... Uh, as Mario, uh, there was <laughs> a morning a game. morning meet the other day when I said. Um, yeah, so Mario's already been in Vietnam, and Jesse thought I was just making a joke, and I sent him a link to it. And I was like, "No, he was Mario's actually in the Vietnam bombs game. away, which is just <laughs> fucking insane." Super Mario Apocalypse. That's all I want. Ooh, I like the title. It doesn't yeah. sound very extremely child friendly, but yeah. um, I, I, do you know what? I would like to see um, a new 3D Mario game that has true multiplayer elements of it. Mm. So we've got the 2D ones that all have, you know, you can play as multiple characters, four of you together. Yeah. That's never, I don't think that's happened in a 3D game. I can't recall it if it has. All the 3D games are largely, apart from the the DS version of 64, like you mentioned, are usually you play as Mario exclusively. Um, so it would be interesting to see uh, what they could come up with. That would be cool, yeah. actually, just multiplayer in a Mario 
Odyssey set in. And if they're, you know, if the Switch 2 is going to be a bit more beefier, then hopefully you can handle two Marios on screen. <laughs> hopefully. Well the, well, the thing with Odyssey was the cap switching, right? It yeah, the, but that was you, sort of naff to play through in like a co-op setting. I was, felt like. Uh, oh, yeah, there was a, yeah, I, I never, yeah. Oh, the co yeah, that, that co-op is not co-op, is it? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah exactly. I'm not saying like, Mario Odyssey is shit. No, I thought you were saying the cap stuff is bad and I was like what no, shit no. but then uh, but what you're saying is the idea of the second player being the cap is yeah just, it just it feels yeah. like you know you're sort of giving a disconnected controller to a kid and just be like here you go you're playing too I mean it's basically what it is yeah right? it's a way to play with children but uh, no the, the the cap system in general was just like the revolution for that game so I'd be very excited to see them coming up with some new way of playing like that maybe and, it's uh, his shoes this time he changes instead of the cap and what he does is he puts on some Adidas Predators. <laughs> I'm going to stop talking it about that. He curls a bob. This is just Mario uh, Strikers, isn't it? That's sort of gritty yeah, Mario. So sadly, the new one. Yeah, not, yeah. Maybe we should put Beckham in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you remember? <laughs> I just remember the Smoky Beckham crisps. Oh, they were what? good. Just... Uh, when Walker. Was, it, was that for 98? Uh, they did it they did it for like there was like multiple years where they did this stuff so yeah. there was the salt and linickers there was cheese, um, cheese and owens cheese and, owen. and smoky uh, beckhams yeah was that <laughs> the only three brilliant. was there more it's a basically walkers. jesse it was just a walker's promotion where they'd rename the, the flavors of their crisp to oh yeah yeah i can imagine i don't think they'll try and replicate the taste of the I wasn't trying to trace the taste, the taste of David Beckham. <laughs> no matter how much people would have enjoyed that. Just, just tastes a, nasty a lot, name. Just tastes a lot like Brill Cream. <laughs> I think those were the only three. Yeah, uh, we need more of them. Yeah. Do we? We do need more of them. Yeah. Like, what, what modern oh, yeah, here we go. day ones would there be? <laughs> what other uh, flavours of Chris are there first? And then yeah, you work, you work backwards from there. <laughs> Jesus do you have Christ. to what, do you have to do the crisp before the plagues? Well, I mean, I can't. We can't repeat the crisp. Players, we can't yeah. repeat the crisp, and I feel like you need the crisp first, and then you work the pun. Back so, with. like, yeah, red, ready. So there was never a ready salted one, was there? Ready, no, like, Jake Clapp salt. <laughs> why are we going? To, why are we going to? It's just got to be England internationals. He's English. <laughs> um, I there's got to be a prawn cocktail one, right? Like. Uh, yeah. I don't. I don't know. This is. Uh, it oh, sounds this is like an endless search everything. game that someone maybe, will come up. Maybe with. let's have a think about it and come back to that. <laughs> yeah. Well, while know. someone else is talking, I'm going to be furiously googling. Yeah, crisps. yeah, me too. Um, oh, it's my turn to speak now. I'm not going to have time to think of any. Yeah. There must be a good footballer new Walkers combo, and it's going to do my head in. We need to work uh, out how to get Jude Bellingham onto a packet of crisps. Exactly, but that's just like, like. Uh, <laughs> it's just not, let's it's move just on not yeah we could do but i'm, I'm stuck in this you're, you're gonna rack your brain just don't do i it. mean we have got kyle walker it should be kyle walkers yeah. is that just is that too easy it doesn't really work does it no you gotta no. change the word yeah you do all right okay let's move on i thought we did this last year. I'm just going to do it this year, but anyone can chip in if they've got one off the cuff they want to mention. Uh, it's almost Halloween time. It's indeed Friday the 13th today, which means Ooh. spooky times are here for a couple of weeks. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> but it is, people like watching horror films around this time of year, don't they, Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do. <laughs> I wasn't um, expecting you to throw that to me. Yeah, well, yeah you've got, you got to be on your, on your ball, on the ball, on the, on the, I don't know, in this game. <laughs> on my balls, what's going on? <laughs> I am, I am all over the place. Fuck. It's got a very, like, drunk podcast energy, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I still like, yeah, like, Ugh. yeah, one of those ones we used to do after a night out in the office and it would be... Well, not after, you know, the morning after a night. We wouldn't go out for a night and then go back and record. <laughs> anyway, Jesus. horror films. Um, people have probably seen a load of them, but I just thought, you know, I've got three recommendations here for ones that are slightly under the radar. I'm not saying they're the most obscure films in the world, but, you know, if you're looking for some new horror films to watch uh, this October, why not check these out? Um, let me know if you guys have seen any of these three. We can talk about them. Okay. Um did anyone see Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? I did. I did no. watch that. Yeah. Really good, I thought. Um, if you don't know what Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is, it's kind of a group of like, well, they kind of young 20-year-olds, like 
have a party at a like a family home. They were like quite yeah. rich kids, like American rich kids, and they play a party game called Bodies, 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 where basically it turns deadly, and it <laughs> looks at you know that party going wrong, that game going wrong, people turn up dead. It's a comedy horror. It's like very much in like sort of the vein, like the vibe of the last like couple of Scream films, I think, where mm-hmm. it's kind of knowingly like having fun. It's just, I mean, it's not a scary horror film. It's it's more funny than it is uh, scary, but it's really good fun. It's an A24 film. Stars, um, is it, uh, da, 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 stars Maria Bakalova from Barat 2. Oh, yeah. She's yeah, great in it. Rachel Senna, if you've seen Bombs or anything she's done, she's very funny. She's in it. Pete Davidson also very good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has, you know, not to spoil anything, just has a really good ending. I, think I was it just lands thinking it that. very well. I was just thinking and that's about a hard the, thing to do in horror. I think the ending oh, is so hard to not like. I don't want to say anything. That's it's even a great punchline. Yeah, it's like. It's a great, it basically works as a who's done it all the way through it, but okay. then, yeah, the 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 what happens at the end just sort of illustrates the type of people you're dealing with. Sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's really hard to. It's it's a really good ending. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, like an hour and twenty. Minutes I wasn't sure about it for the first half an hour because I didn't really get a sense of what film it was. Like the dynamics mm. were a bit peculiar to me, uh, but then it really settles into a groove. I think about halfway into it. Yeah, it was good fun. Yeah, so that's kind of we've got got like three different sort of vibes here of horror. So that's my sort of like the fun one. Uh, next, has anyone seen The Mist? Uh, no, I haven't seen The Mist. Uh, it's from two thousand seven. It's from it's directed by Frank Darabont, who did Shawshank and The Green Mile. Um, it's based on another Stephen King short story. Is that incredibly depressing? Well, uh, maybe at points. <laughs> um, it's. Kind of the, the the premise for the mist is a small town like America, just sort of like freak mist like storm rolls into town one day, and like people run away from it. They're running out of it, screaming. No one really knows what's happening inside this mist. So then a small group of people have to hole up in a supermarket and try and like survive in there and like wait for the mist to pass, or do they try and escape the mist? They don't really know what's going on in this mist. Slowly it starts revealing itself of what's going on. Um, and it's kind of like a good blend of like traditional, like a couple of jump scares, some like body horror stuff, but also some really like creepy, more like social religious horror stuff of like people turning on each other, sort of like end of day stuff. Like Marcia Gay Harden plays this like incredibly scary, like Bible worshipper woman in this film. And it's just like, you just don't want to mess with her. Um, <laughs> it does. It is has an all timer ending to a film, and you said it's depressing. It is like that's point anyway. One of possibly the bleakest ending to a film you ever see. Um, it's so good. Can't wait I to love, watch that. I love it. Like <laughs> it is again lands the ending so well. Um, I really like. It's not critically like adored this film, but I really really like it. Um, if you've never seen The Mist. I'd, I'd give it a go. Um, I think people sometimes confuse it with The Happening. It's not The Happening. Is don't, that the one with the uh, Wahlberg oh, in it? Yeah, yeah, do not watch The Happening. <laughs> I uh, remember watch watching The Mist. That, that was yeah. awful. Of course you've watched The Happening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how uh, old I would have been when I watched it. That was a dog And don't shit. confuse it with The Fog, although The Fog is good as well. But yeah, The Mist. Give The Mist a go if you're looking for something that will leave you kind of empty at the end of it. Uh, my third one. Has anyone seen Thirst? Thirst? No. It's Park Chan-wook's vampire film, and I am a big Park Chan-wook boy. I love him to death. And so (laughs) this is not like, you know, a jump scare, like terrifying horror. It's kind of like a gothic horror in tone uh, because, you know, it's got all the traditional vampire genre stuff going on. It stars uh, Song Kang-ho, who was the dad from Parasite. Oh, okay, um, cool. And he's amazing in it. It's from 2009, so it's like, what, 10 years before Parasite? Um, was it 2007, 2009, around then. So the basic premise is he's a priest who's like really committed to the church, like really just good man on the surface. And he one day, like, I mean, his job is normally volunteers at a hospital and helps with sick people. And he agrees one day to take part in this medical experiment because there's this like illness there's this disease that's going around that's really affecting people and like they're like we need people to test the cure on so he agrees because he's a good man uh but that experiment fails he becomes infected and seemingly dies only 
for inexplicably to make a full recovery after a blood transfusion. And that's kind of, I haven't spoiled much there. That happens in about the first 10 to 15 minutes of this film. And it's all about the downward spiral from then of how uh, you can lose all your morals and how the thirst of it all can come a bit too much. It's a little bit raunchy at times. (laughs) But um, it's, it's fantastic. I love it. And the same, like, as all Park Chan-wook films, just incredibly beautifully shot, has like horror and it has a bit of comedy at times. It is lighthearted, but also a load of sadness because it's a Park Chan-wook film. <laughs> but there's a great, like one of my favorite scenes is there's like this woman who can't speak. So she can only communicate through blinking. And it's like a really tense, like five to 10 minutes of just like work, <laughs> like people slowly working out what's happening in this room. Um, and again, another like all timer ending to a film, I think. Yeah. Uh, if he knows how to end, a, uh, he knows how to end a film. If you've seen, I don't know, a handmaid, an old boy, mm. yeah. decision to leave anything, you know, you know, he knows how to end a film. But yeah, check out first. That's the first is easily the best of those three films. Um, the mm. other two are kind of uh, a bit more fun. Those yeah. those all sound pretty good to be fair. Because I did, I just remembered because I sort of forgot that I watched uh, the Nun two last night. Yes. <laughs> entirely <laughs> forgettable so, so I like the Conjuring films but I've never watched any of the spin-off ones like Annabelle the nerd yeah, that, stuff like, like I, I recall like the Conjuring 1 and 2 being sort of like pretty good yeah. or at least yeah, okay good. like horror films and stuff and then <laughs> me and partner we watched The Nun earlier this year and it was just it's complete shite and the whole it, all of these films now feel like they're setting up like like an MCU equivalent in yeah, ho- they've got their. Well, in, they are, their, aren't they? They're all in yeah, the same conjuring verse. But yeah. even even in within the nun too, like the nun herself is almost like a Thanos level threat to Christianity, and they're looking for specifically in these film, in this film rather, um, a pair of eyeballs, which essentially like the Infinity Stones <laughs> and stuff. It's it's so ridiculous. I heard the nun two was better than the nun one. Is that correct? I feel like I enjoyed the nun one a little bit more than the nun too i feel like it had some at least had better scares but i just i find it just all really ridiculous at this point especially i watched um the pope's exorcist this year as well and despite that's quite stupid fun yeah that is really really it's 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 worse than the nun too but better because it has russell crowe doing like an awful italian accent and like riding around on scooters, <laughs> yeah. exercising people. It just yeah, sounds he's quite just funny. riding around like <laughs> Italy in his little Vespa and stuff. It's amazing. <laughs> and they've already got that. They already announced a sequel for that before the film had even come out, I think. So we're going to be seeing... I'm, I'm sort of happy to see, I don't know, Russell Crowe just do a bunch of awful horror films for the next 10 years. Uh, and I think he's going to do loads of them for 10 years. <laughs> I, I just try me as that sort of guy. <laughs> well, he was going to join that dark universe that never oh, got started. Yeah. But, uh, was there only one film from that dark universe? It was just The Mummy, and then, yeah, they canned it all. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't, there, wasn't there one they were retrofitting? Is it? They were, was it The Wolfman they were going to retrofit? Right. I think it's been a bit of a dodgy time for horror, especially because I, was, I wasn't excited for the new Exorcist because... <sighs> I just find it mad that they spent four hundred million dollars on The Exorcist to acquire the rights, and then it just oh, okay. bombed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something should be. Should be. Like I did. Um, I do think it's a pretty good time for horror, though. To be fair, like, but yeah. mostly on streaming platforms. I mm. think, and not necessarily in cinema releases. Uh, I can't wait to start the fall of the House of Usher. Yes. Is that out now? Do that. It's yes. today. It's out. Oh, oh, yesterday it was out. I think. Okay. Um, I also watched. No one uh, will say. Is it? No one will save you, or no one's going to save you. Um, I After watched Matt that. Recommended. I need to watch that. Actually. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's good, and it's like it's a really interesting. Um, presentation the fact that there's barely like there's like five lines five words in the whole film like it's mm-hmm. all pretty much is that the like, sort of like alien abduction film yeah but it's like it's pretty much most of it's non-verbal like okay. all the way through the film so and it's it's in, it's got some interesting ideas towards the end as well um but there's been a few of those like that have just popped up on you know netflix mm. or disney or whatever that have been quite good um i just want to do a uh big sort of tangent here <laughs> just spin okay. off of that and i say i've got three crisps names okay i went through we a go. list of oh, so they're all rare flavors by the way there's a okay. flavor that's english roast beef and yorkshire pudding we can call that okay. Grealish roast beef and yorkshire pudding 
There you go. That's, there's your okay, one. <laughs> uh, what was the second one I had? I have to type it into the search again so I can remember. Oh, yeah. Sizzling steak fajita. Sterling steak fajita. Okay. Have that. Have that one. Okay. <laughs> and the last one. There is a Birmingham chicken balti. So what? we could go Bellingham chicken balti. <laughs> or there's ham and mustard. So we could have Bellingham and mustard, which is probably the most... The, probably the closest to being realistic. Birmingham chicken what? What about like instead of pickled or Branston pickle, right? You can have Branston Pickford. Oh, that's good as well. There you go. We've got yeah, lo yeah. loads of these. What yeah, the Birmingham chicken balti is a flavour of Walker's Crisps. What's a balti though? It's a it's curry. curry. Oh, I've just not heard of it before. You've not heard of what? <laughs> Your girlfriend is Indian. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's very... There's a lot of different regions in <laughs> yeah, India. But it's a that very like well-known curry. Isn't that like curry. one of the most basic ones? I've, I've never heard <laughs> maybe of it's not, before. Actually, maybe it's, it could easily be uh, an anglicised curry and not an actual Absolutely like, is, curry. probably. But I still think, because you, I know you, yeah. we've spoken about it, you love curry so much, I thought you would have at least heard of it. No, I just literally never. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you don't that. have chicken tikka masala in your house, but you've heard of it. Right? Yes. Well, that's like, I feel like that's way more standard than chicken balti. I've not no. heard of it before. Oh my goodness. You heard of a korma? Yes. <laughs> okay, well, it's like a similar level to that. Yeah. Okay. Jal Frazee, yeah. that sort of vibe. Yeah. God. Um, there was a lot anyway. of mad flavours of crisps here, by the way. Oh, There was yeah. a Yo Katsu curry flavour, Walker's crisps at one point. Yo Katsu. There must be a... <laughs> I don't know. Scottish haggis flavour of Walker's, apparently, at one point. Haggis is nice. If, iGen underscore UK feedback at iGen.com if you've got any good uh, footballer walkers uh, crisp flavours for us. Current day, I'm talking current day because we're trying to launch this now. Yeah. I don't want any players from the 90s talking about. They have to be playing now professionally, yeah. uh, ideally to a good standard. Yeah, well, they have to be in, I feel they have to be in the England team. Yeah, around yeah. the England squad. Yeah, yeah. Play, yeah. Around that, you know, could have a realistic chance of making the the twenty six in the summer. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, um, yeah. Igen underscore UK feedback at igen.com. One last flavour for you: ranch <laughs> ranch raccoon. What? <laughs> there is a Walker's flavour called ranch raccoon. What? Is that just ranch? Or what's the raccoon? Where's I the don't raccoon? know. It's just a list it... of flavours. Let's have a look. Raccoon unveiled in yeah. 2014. <laughs> It does. It just says ranch raccoon. <laughs> Flavour with sour cream from Dorset. Mm, well there we go. Um well that's my segue into that's my segue ruined. Um Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. As we have been for the last couple of weeks, we have been asking for new endless search themes and we've got another one this week this one comes in from andy b who says dear ign uk ign crew please find attach my attempt an endless search theme tune i was reluctant to send this after hearing friday's episode as mr marlson's ai submission was far superior to mine mm. however i am a real boy <laughs> and therefore i'm unlikely to enslave slash destroy the human race at any point in the future I like how he says unlikely. Unlikely, yeah. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um, thanks for all your hard work producing the best gaming podcast around. Not my words, the words of Andy B. Um, it says fear the sea. I said, yeah, you can respect Amphiria, I'll allow it. Um, yeah, I have a certain level of fear of yeah. the sea. Um, do you know what I do have a fear of hearing this theme tune too many times? Because <laughs> it's, it's something. I'll, we'll let people... Uh, I, We'll let people hear it for themselves. How about that? Uh, here is Andy B's submission for the endless search. 
Make it, send it in. If we like it, we'll play it. Make it, send it in. If we like it, we'll play it. Na 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 na. The endless search theme tune. Na 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 na. The endless search theme tune. It's the endless search. The endless search. The endless search. Endless search. Endless search. Wow, what do we think of that then? Uh, I quite enjoy it. I don't. I don't yeah. like hearing. I like, normally don't mind hearing my own voice back. It but took you this... like three listens to realize it was your own <laughs> yeah. voice <laughs> because it's not my VO voice, I guess. But like normally, I don't mind listening to my own voice. But then, on this particular occasion, it really uh, chilled me. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I was it. into it. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm always for human-made art, if we want to call it that, uh, over AI. <laughs> so uh, always appreciate it. Keep the submissions coming in. We'll play new ones for as long as we get them. But mm. uh, I don't think I've discovered anything yet that has uh, overtaken the actual. And no, and we're tune. still waiting on the Code Mala remixes. Oh, yeah. very much excited for those. No, we're this is we're not trying to rush you. We're all there, CJ. But uh, we are looking forward to those. Um, speaking of the endless search, let's play one. Ooh. Let's play one. I've got one for you, boys. Simple game, won't take long. That should be a good little bit of fun. Um, we're going to play the Metacritic game. Oh, lovely. So you're going to compete against each other here on five different subjects that I've got. And it's basically whoever can, from each of these topics, give me the highest or lowest rated Metacritic score for these games or films, uh, depending on what I'm going to ask you. Ooh. If I didn't explain it well all there, you'll soon realise it. <laughs> work it out. You'll work it out. Exactly. Um, <sighs> I'm going to say... Dale, you get to go first. There's five of these. You get to go first on this Lovely. first one. Um, I don't know why. I'm just, I'm just it's older, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's exactly why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> next week, these aren't all themed, by the way, these questions. Next week, though, big Spider-Man game coming out. Ooh. I want you to face off against each other here on give me the highest rated superhero game on Metacritic. Okay, and uh, I'm first, so I'm going to say... Hmm. Mm. Batman Arkham City. Arkham City. Do, do, do. Let me uh, find that. I will... Uh, do, do, do. Yep, okay. I found the right version because there's a different... I, I assume you want the core version, not the armoured edition on Wii U. I no, think I, I wanted the armoured edition on Wii U. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, the core one, please. Okay, uh, Jesse, what you got up, going up against that Marvel Spider Man? Because that I can't think of any other. I modern... mean, it's a good shout. To yeah. be fair, yeah, it was kind of universally loved, wasn't it? So, it mm. was bloody universally loved, wasn't it? Marvel's Spider Man on PlayStation Four, Arkham City, and this seems like incredibly high but it is a very good game 94 wow i've lost <laughs> that is that is high that is really high as well yeah, yeah it's uh, well done there um marvel spider-man 87 still okay. very high nice but not yeah not, i know as high. No, is there anything is there anything else that could possibly be higher probably not right? um there's no way i feel like we got the two Arkham. highest ones yeah to yeah, I think Arkham Asylum is like a 92 or something. What's, what's Infamous? That's a sort of superhero kind no, of... That'll be like I mean, there are a lot of people who didn't like Infamous. So oh, Matt okay. Perzo in particular does not like Infamous. That's oh, an thought, 85, the first. I thought that was universally loved. No, I like them. Uh, I never played yeah. <laughs> but People generally like them, but yeah, they were never... Mm. Um, but anyway, 1-0, 2. Dale, the second one. We talked a little bit about horror there. This is a quite a broad one. I just want you to fit the lowest rated <laughs> 21st century horror film that you oh, can think of. Okay. So just any horror film from the last 23 years. How broad but are we being with the descriptor of horror? Like, I'll if you, I'll be the judge of that. Okay. I'll, I'll look it up if IMDb or Wikipedia say it's a horror film. I've just, I've got one anyway. I've got, yeah. Yeah. I've got two. I've got two loaded like, in the cannon, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Go on, uh, better jesse is you for you're good at knowing bad stuff yes what are you thinking alone in the dark oh alone in the dark which i think is is what's his name yui yeah shit that's a good it's gonna be loads of 
something find the actual film and not the uh <laughs> i'm thinking of two maybe i'm thinking too mainstream with it you're, you're the one who put your pulls <laughs> things like that out of the bag is that the 2005 one yes okay i'm gonna go for spiral starring chris rock in the saw franchise <laughs> oh, that is definitely that. one of the worst ones i've seen i forgot that happened yeah yeah okay Spiral. So I've got that one up. Still at a 59. What? On Mercury. That film is dog shit. It needs to be better than that. Highly, I'm, doesn't it? I'm certain Alone in the Dark is at least under 10. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alone in the Dark is a 9. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Well played, Jesse. A 9 out Ooh. of 100. It truly is your special skill, isn't it? It, it was yeah. that or I think House House of the Dead, which I think he also directed. Yeah. Maybe. I surprised. Um, one all after two. Nice. Third, and I know you hate. Uh, you mentioned hating the word earlier, Dale. I want the highest rated Souls like game, <laughs> not made by From Software. The highest rated. Um, yeah, okay. that Souls like that has not been made by From Software. Oh shit! Okay. Because mm. I think you get to go first. Yeah, the first one I, I don't play these games, so it's. I think the first one that came to mind is actually made by them, so I'm gonna skip <laughs> over that. Uh, oh, what was that fucking game called? <laughs> There's a game on my head as well. I can't yeah. fucking remember, and I know. Oh, um, Neo. Is that a, that's a song? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, fuck. I was, near was in my head, and I could not get the word near out of my <laughs> head. Oh, what's it called? And I'm oh, right. Sekiro it. is made by FromSoft, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Blasphemous Two, which I think is recently Blasphemous. released. Blasphemous Two. Is that Souls like? Oh my god, mad! Is that say Metroidvania? I'll say some Metroidvania Souls like. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll lay off. I'll lay off. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Uh, Blasphemous 2 is an 84 it's decent. Oh, I think Dale's got this Neo is an 88 hey okay. yeah, one Dale. <laughs> um, I, I, like 88 that's high I don't know what mm. could have beaten that maybe well, my first thought was that was one of the first Souls likes to come out like the first one that Ooh. sort of became popular and then now so, there's millions of them but, my, yeah. my choice would have been Hollow Knight but that was 87 oh it? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Didn't win the one anyway. You win the one. Two one to Dale with two left to go. Uh, last week talked a load about Assassin's Creed Mirage and how mm. it's you know decent, but not uh not not the best, not the worst of Assassin's Creed. What do you think though is the lowest rated Assassin's Creed game? Ooh. Jesse gets to go first. Uh, I'm. Fuck. This is tricky. Each one. I, it has to be like one of the spin-offs because I've not played oh. can we rule them out can we just talk about the main, no, main Assassin's Creed game wow you're trying to fuck me up no because you <laughs> could like Creed there's game. loads of like mobile games and stuff as well and like and there okay, was, no, none of the mobile ones yeah, yeah. but yeah core A- Assassin's Creed Unity that's a good Ooh. it is a good shout because it's a good game what, what it when it was like. reviewed yeah Ah, uh, fuck. That's what I was kind of thinking. Um, hmm. Mm. <laughs> remember mm. the bugs. Uh, I'm going to go with Rogue. Ooh. What? What's I think Rogue? That, that was the, the one that was like a prequel to four. Was it a prequel to four? Uh, a prequel to it was three? a spin-off of three. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you've probably got that then. Well, no, I think it was like people quite liked well, it. Turns out. Assassin's Creed Unity is a 72. Rogue's got it. Assassin's Creed Rogue is a 72. (laughs) I'm going to need backup answers. We're going around again. Okay. okay. This time, though, it's whoever shouts, you you get to. There's no turns if you've got one, say it. Mm. Assassin's Creed 3 Liberation. Oh, Oh. that's a good one. Which is like the Rogue equivalent. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I got those the wrong way around. There's a uh, bunch of PSP ones, weren't there? Jesus, what are they called? But weren't those? Yeah, because oh. Liberation's Vita, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jesus, that's a good shout. I don't think I can mm. beat that. 
Um, well, there's some games I don't know if they released on mobile first and then were like on other things. I want to say there was one called something along the lines of like Bloodlines or something. Yeah, that was yeah. Wasn't that round with two? Yeah, that was sure. a PSP one. Yeah. Um, okay, Assassin's Creed Three Liberation for PlayStation Vita, a seventy. Oh, still was going to win this one if it's Assassin's PSP. Assassin's but... Creed Bloodlines for PSP. A 63. Okay. <laughs> Pulled out of the bag at the last second. It means Dow has taken the game 3-1, but there is one more to play for to save some face, Jesse. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't lose 4-1, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Don't embarrass yourself just... like your mum embarrassed herself in Nando's. Going <laughs> she has a picture that she loves. <laughs> to fair, I'd love that Framed. picture too. Yeah. I'd, not the picture of your mum with David Beckham. <laughs> I'd love a picture with David Although, if you have got that picture, yeah, send I would it like over. to see that picture. <laughs> oh. Great thumbnail that would be. Have you got the picture? Did she put it on Facebook or something? No, yeah, it'll okay. be in some old phone. Oh. Okay. Uh, I'll just put David Beckham on the thumbnail. Um, last week we had Spice Girls, this week we had Beckham. We've gone full, uh, full in on this. Yeah. Um, Anyway, last question. Completely unrelated to anything. I'll just put this one in. Okay. Just the highest rated Japanese film you can think of. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Who's going first? Um, I... A hundred years of Japanese films at least. Okay. Um, what is it? What is that one actually called? Seven Samurai. Good film, that. Yeah. Fuck. Jesse's really struggling now. I can see his eyes. And you can't say one of the animated Resident Evil movies, mate. Um, that, that, that would instantly <laughs> make me lose what you're talking yeah, about. Definitely better than Seven Samurai. <laughs> um, Akira. Oh, Decent shout. Decent yeah, shout. it's a good shout. Um, cool. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to tell you my surprise <laughs> Akira, a 67. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you weren't going to win. Seven Samurai, 98. Ooh, hello. <laughs> Bullshit. How is that rated so low? I thought you were going to say, oh, how yeah. is that rated so high? I was no. like... It's, it's a great um, film. Yeah, 67 does seem a little low for a good film. <laughs> um, but yeah, there we go. Some films um, aren't appreciated in their time, Jesse. You did embarrass yourself. 4-1 to Dale. Well, not completely. 5-0 would have been an embarrassment. You were just... Tr- we'll call it a trouncing. How about yeah. that? Um, as always IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com for your endless search themes and games Um, and just you know any sort of feedback especially those crisp footballers we want those but uh, we've also been talking a lot about demo discs haven't we Dale Uh, we have Uh, this is from Stephen Geller and the subject is video game demo disc vibe check Uh, you love the vibe check Dale always send in a vibe check uh, on the topic of <laughs> iconic video game demos from the past i wanted to shout out a particular demo that i have a whole lot of love for that's right the iconic pc demo for halo combat evolved not only does this demo immediately drop you straight into the silent cartographer arguably the best level in the entire franchise but it also ends with you getting screamed at by sergeant johnson to try and convince you to buy the game while bizarre so while a bizarrely upbeat jingle plays in the background Does it fit the tone of the game? No. Is it hilarious? Absolutely. After getting the demo disc from a game magazine, I distinctly remember playing the demo for weeks on my parents' old computer as a kid and eventually even convinced them to buy it for me using the argument, it's not even violent because you're only killing aliens. Halo Combat Evolved then became the first shooter game I was allowed to own in the house. (laughs) Own in the house. And it's still maybe my favourite game to date. If you haven't checked the franchise out yet, the demo is a fantastic place to start. Respect the sea, Stephen. Mm. Have you seen this advert before? It is very funny. No, I've never heard of this. It's the end of the demo. It plays like a TV advert. So it's like the sergeant just speaking down the camera and being, and this music plays like, we've got RPGs, we've got... (laughs) It's like a Toy Story advert. (laughs) It is really fun. No, and Um, I didn't even know anything about this whatsoever. So yeah, yeah, this is interesting. It's a good way to do a demo, I think. Mm. Um, Yeah, loads of demos. You any good demo stories, Jesse? You like a demo? You love a demo, don't you? Look at your face. He loves a demo. <laughs> a little grin on his face. 
Let's just move on. You like a resi <laughs> you like a resi demo, don't you, mate? They still already do explained that though. I can't mention oh. that every time we talk about demo. Talk about Resident Evil, but no one knows what you think about Resident Evil. Yeah, on. that's true. <laughs> oh, why don't you just read an email out? How about that? I will. It's the crumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's from Tom Crump. <laughs> he says, good afternoon, London. It's Tom Crump, the hot, <laughs> the hot donut man. Yeah. Just to chime in, Big Ben, you lot get it, on the demo disc chat. Have some of you say this with the uh, pen ash it was written. No, because then now it can be turned into a tune, and I don't want that happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, had many in my time, but one that stuck out um, had, wait, what? I cannot read. Had many in my time, but one that stuck out had the... Does that say Heady? Heady. Heady. Yeah. I'm having a mad one today. And it was definitely dodgy <laughs> off-the-market mix of Spyro, Tekken 2, Ridge Racer, Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> so who wants to play them when you can play the real star of the show? Bob the Builder, can we fix it? <laughs> it's like choosing between Beethoven's Fifth and Mambo Number 5. And we all know which one of those is the good one. Yeah. Oh God! Made it yeah, a full That's time. the end of the song. That's the music for the end of the show. But a little bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> I thought you were saying Beethoven's fifth. <laughs> no, fuck you, that. You, the you good just, one. The good you one. Can, <laughs> you can just mix both. Um, I'm, not, I'm not putting effort. <laughs> Tom says he made it a full time job on the work site. Any chance I could get hard hats on, please, lads? <laughs> Scooping luck. <laughs> Tried to unionize, but I was a child of action and capitalism. They had to go. Income dizzy and spud. This is a stupid piece of feedback. <laughs> they wow, don't complain rude. about Wait, are these drugs? characters from Bob the Builder? Is that yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, right. I don't know Bob the Builder very well. So Scoop and Muck <laughs> sounds like a hot new rap sensation. <laughs> well, they do sound like a Gary, like, yeah, yeah. Oxide Neutrino. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Scoop and Muck. <laughs> Drencher. No, uh, he goes on to say, they know there's work to be done, money to be made, and 17 to 19 hour days are accepted in this industry. <laughs> Jesus. Lost myself there for a minute. The game was objectively <laughs> awful, but when one is asked, can we fix it? There is only one answer Bob will accept. His vacant shot, like <laughs> eyes staring back from the void. Yes, we can. I feel like you played this game, Jesse. You seem like someone who was big into Bob the Builder. Yeah, you were the right age range to be into Bob the Builder. I don't think kid, I like Bob the Builder. <gasps> oh. I think I was watching way more like Power Rangers and shit. Oh. Sorry, guys. I think you're cool, dude. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> too right. good for Bob the Builder. <laughs> Have you seen what Bob he the Builder looks like did now? Did he have a Christmas number one or did he almost have a Christmas number Wait, one? Wait, are you talking about... Yeah, yeah, he had a Christmas number one. Are you talking about Neil Morrissey or the actual character of Bob the Builder? <laughs> I'm talking about... <laughs> you see what he looks like now? <laughs> Old as fuck. <laughs> what do I, let me see what Bob the Builder looks like now. I just think he looks... Oh, fun. no, I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> no. he had a redesign, has he? Yeah. yeah, they've made him look more like <laughs> an actual way human. Too human. Oh, no. <laughs> Gee, uh, I, did, they, I didn't remember uh, anything that bad. Can we put that? That's all wrong. That is the wrong. face of sentient AI that will kill us all <laughs> yeah. if I've ever seen it. Oh That's just, what was me. wrong with. Uh, How about as a thought? <laughs> <laughs> with David Beckham <laughs> behind. <laughs> David Beckham's face. Oh, God. Why are all his like, vehicles now sentient as well? What's going on? Well, they have eyes. Well, I just looked yeah. at a picture and all it looks like cars behind him with all the. Oh, they've they've all always eyes. had eyes. Oh, yeah, did like they? Scoop and oh, Muck. Okay. They were the like the names of the scoop and the. Like, there was had a chat like, with him. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was insane? slightly too old for Bob the Builder, so <laughs> I, I don't know too much. But uh, yeah, tell us all about Bob the Builder, Jesse. What was your favourite episode? I didn't, I didn't fucking watch it. <laughs> now tell us, tell us what your favourite episode was. What was the best thing he built? <sighs> I love episode four from season three. <laughs> <laughs> Don't feel the pressure, Jesse. It's fine. <laughs> I want to see episode four, season three. What does he actually get up to? I don't know. Why don't you tell us? Bob, Wendy and the machines are spending the day doing jobs to make the town a nicer place to live. Lofty has a magnet attached to his crane so that he can pull up the pieces of track off the railway line. This show sounds fucking sounds a good boring. One. <laughs> yeah, uh, that does sound one, really like. dull, doesn't it? <laughs> no drama whatsoever. Yeah. As a huge Thomas the Tank Engine kid, that sounds bagging to me. Um, anyway, I've got an email from Adam Bull. Who says, hello, IGN UK crew. Your chat last week about Assassin's Creed Mirage feeling all too similar to the original Assassin's Creed game remind me how disappointed I was with the first game when it came out. Mm -hmm. There was so much hype for it at the time, but it felt so half-baked in terms of variety and gameplay options that I was thoroughly disappointed. Can you remember the first time you were properly excited for as a kid? 
the, uh, the, the first game you were probably excited for as a kid that you remember being a real disappointment when you finally got your hands on it. Secondly, the end of search theme is an icon of the podcast. Generally, I shocked my ears the first time I heard it a couple years back when I started listening to this show, but it must remain. P.S. Emerald Weapon from Final Fantasy VII gave me a fairly intense fear of the sea as a kid, so it must definitely be respected at all costs. I can relate, mate. I can relate. <laughs> um, can you remember the first time you were thoroughly disappointed in life? In life? Uh, no, uh, by a game. <laughs> um, probably probably David Beckham in that, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I wasn't disappointed with the game, but I remember being disappointed. So this is going really far back. Uh, but in when I was waiting for the WWF Attitude game to come out, um, and all I had to go on was a release date in a magazine, and clearly that release date had changed. And I got the bus all the way into town on the day that I thought WWF Attitude was coming out, went into game, <clears throat> went there with my, my money in hand, and was like, I'm ready to buy WWF Attitude. And he's like, oh, that doesn't come out till two weeks. And I remember just the worst ride home, like just most depressed <laughs> uh, ride I'd ever had. I just, I just wanted to play a Stone Cold Steve Austin so much. Damn. God, do you remember yeah. how bad the Simpsons wrestling game was? I never yes. played that. <laughs> and the skateboarding uh, game, that was... I have a Simpsons related one, which is more that I... So I never had a PS... Well, when was this, what was this game on? Da, da, da. Okay, so for a long time, for the first two or three years of... The PS2, I didn't have one. Right. And so I I did have a GBA at the time there. Ooh. And I really wanted to play Simpsons Road Rage. And on PS1, or PS2 even, it looked amazing. I played it at a friend's house and it was great. So I got the GBA version. That was like when I was young enough to not really know. Yeah. Oh, it must have been like 10, something like that. Not really know that that game would be so different on a GBA. Like mm-hmm. I thought, oh, I'd be able to play on GBA. And it's just, no, it's just not as good. It's not, it's not the same game, essentially. Nah. So you're just like... And I slowly learned that, oh yeah, the GBA games of all these great PS2 games are not the same games. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's one. Jesse, have you got another? I've just thought of another one, if you've got one. First Honestly, thing. just like what Adam said, like I remember my brother buying a copy of Assassin's Creed and I remember watching at least like some little bits of gameplay and thinking, oh my God, it's like next yeah. gen, like sword fighting and knights and crusade shit. And then you've got fucking a bloke called Desmond and some bullshit animus wow i actually like that stuff i fucking hated that i hated that stuff but also i don't know if you remember but around the time um they kept it very close to the chest like no one knew about that future stuff until from what i remember it was like a couple of weeks before it came out and it leaked and it kind (laughs) of just like really ruined the surprise of it a little bit um everyone just Um, thought it was a just it was just set in the crusades and that was it like there was no future stuff um, I mean, if, if we want to go very recent, Starfield, I thought that'd be my yeah, dream game. That's a good shout, yeah. I mean, everyone was talking but, about that start of year, though. That would be a game of the year contender, potentially. Definitely not. Look at it now, yeah. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Was it uh, <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4 for me? Um, I remember being on holiday, mm. and all I wanted to do was come home off holiday and play Metal Gear Solid 4 because I knew it was there waiting for me at home. And when I got there, I just remember sitting through hours and hours of cutscene and just being so disappointed that there was no game in this game. Mm-hmm. It was just a movie. Um, yeah. Enter the Matrix. I thought it'd be amazing. I didn't really like I it. Quite liked, Path of I, Neo, I, I like. remember that being fun as a kid to play through, to uh, be honest. I liked Path of Neo. I just didn't like Enter the Matrix. Mm. Um, I think MGS5 for me, actually. So yeah, me and you have opposite feelings on Metal yeah. Solid, don't we? Because you like 4 and I like 5. And yeah. I think yeah. I think they're both they're both fine but for me five was just like it felt like it just ended there wasn't like an actual conclusion to it and that just yeah but I, I, no, knowing that like we're not going to get a new mgs like i never found the story soon. that interesting in five though for me five was the gameplay that i was missing badly in four mm. it was this pure like sandbox open world can take on any any base in any way you fancy so it was just like endlessly yeah. fun but yeah the story was whatever you know yeah well Good, good episode. Mm-hmm. Very rambly, very rambly, drunk but not drunk episode. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good, good David Beckham stuff though. Fantastic. I think uh, my actual go-to gar- uh, Nando sauce is the medium of garlic one. Oh, I'm, uh, a, I'm a hot. I like boy. to think. Oh yeah, I yeah. like the medium of garlic. Uh, that's a little bit of added. Uh, I don't know, je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Uh, um, but <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I always get the garlic bread there, but it's always disappointing. I'm always I like, don't think I've ever had garlic, garlic bread. bread in Nando's. I always get it, but I'm just like, why do I get this? Because it's I'm, not actually good garlic bread. I've just I do feel found... like. That. God, Jesse. 
I was going to say, I've always found Nando's to be fairly disappointing in terms of chicken. Oh, it's absolutely fine. Yeah. If it's there, you know, if you need to... It's, it's a nice... For me, it's like a nice, cheap, de- half-decent meal. You know, yeah. like when mm. you don't want to spend a fortune, you don't want to, you want to spend a small moment, but you want a nice little restaurant You know exactly experience. what you're going to get. It's yeah. the step up from fast food, isn't yeah, it? It's just exactly. that one ring above yeah. that yeah. you don't feel like shit for eating it. That's yeah. fair. Uh, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, right. Good, good stuff. IGN underscore UK. Oh, God. You, you, I've said it enough times. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. <laughs> God. Uh, right, yeah, next week we're talking all about Spider-Man. Mm. And tell, Spider-Man. Us what, tell us what you Game think Score. about um, Season 3, Episode 4 of Bob the Builder after you've watched <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, everyone <laughs> watch that. Give it's us all on YouTube and it's only please. 10 minutes long. Yep, uh, we'd love thoughts on that. Um, yeah, lovely. Uh, what We have a Mambo number 5. Yes, please. And Beethoven. <laughs> no, Beethoven. <laughs> Just play it once, it's fine. Ding, ding, I'm not playing ding, it ding, all ding, together. <laughs> Okay, One, here's Mamba. Two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna. Be a buzz like I had last week. I must stay deep, cause talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. So what can I do? I really bag you, my lord. To me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fine, it's all good. Let me jump in, please in the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. Hi. My name is Jenny Owen-Youngs. And I am Kristen Russo. And together, we run Buffering, a rewatch adventure, a family of podcasts moving through our favorite 90s genre television. If you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, well, great news for you. Our very first podcast adventure took us through all seven seasons of the series. We covered it spoiler-free, episode by episode. For those of you who want to start the show for the first time, you can find that podcast pretty easily. It's called Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Inside that podcast, you'll also find an original song that pairs with each glorious episode of Buffy and original character jingles for so many of our Buffy favorites. Buffering has been praised in places like Time, Esquire, Paste Magazine, and the New York Times, and we've chatted with dozens of cast members, writers, directors, and fans along the way. Come hang out and rewatch some of your favorite television with us and a wonderful community of listeners. Learn more at BufferingCast.com or find us on socials at BufferingCast.